From the Bob Marley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for September 10th, 2008. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined each week by my good friends Julie Martin and Corey Martin. John Magi and Kevin Close are on vacation, and we'll be back this week. Uh, joining us at the table, Walter Eccles is here, Regina Henricks is here, and for the first time, Teresa Eccles is sitting in. She's so nervous. <laughs> we're having a, a lot of fun with her. Huh. <laughs> now, this week, we're going to give you a full report on Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. We all checked that out on Friday for the opening. And Regina Henricks just got back from a five-day specialty cruise on the Disney Cruise Line. She's going to tell us all about that. She was on there with a few hundred dizzers. So we have all that plus the news and roundtable rapid fire on this week's edition of the Diz Unplugged. All right, uh, just uh, some housekeeping. We have some prizes to give away, but we're going to do that at the end of the show. And I uh, want to remind everyone about our chats on Wednesday night. We had some fun. Uh, last week in the chat room um, Sometimes If I'm in a mood I'll go in and I'll do Crazy stuff and we gave away What we give away? Two iPod touches You gave away an iPod touch Seven day Walt Disney World Park Hopper, two Keys to the Kingdom Tours and one as yet to be announced Prize Oh that's one of the ones we have to yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright cool So yeah we just uh, went into chat last Wednesday And uh, Corey, Will, and I, they were all over here last Wednesday night and just kind of on a lark, decided to go in and do some real simple trivia questions and whoever got answers right got a shot at the prize matron and we were doing it while they were all in chat. It was kind of fun. I can't believe you had people guess your I weight. I know. I was like, I was surprised going at that. Like the closest person to guess my weight without going over. <laughs> <laughs> and some of you went way over. I don't mind telling you. Some of you went way over. And then some people were really nice and said one pound. Yeah. <laughs> Just, but it ain't the price is right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, every Wednesday night, 8.45 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, there's a link to that on our show, uh, perpetually on our show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com. You can also find a link to the chat room. On our Diz Unplugged discussion boards at disboards.com. There's a link to that on the show notes page as well. Uh, one other thing, um, we uh, we are not going to have an email show going up this week. A number of reasons for that, not the least of which uh, Kevin and John aren't here. It's kind of tough to do the email show uh, with a, a shortened staff. But uh, in its place, we are putting up on the... Uh, on the on the Diz Unplugged main page podcast dot um, the uh, one of the episodes of the World of Mickey starring Bob Varley from nineteen ninety nine when uh, he was doing his cable access show with his stepson Matt and I'll tell you I think you'll forgive me for not doing an email show when you see this uh, now this is a big file. Um, and it's going to um, we're going to have it available for uh, for download. I'm not going to put this into the iTunes feed because of the size of it. Um, it's probably by the time you download it, 
going to be anywhere from it's gonna, probably going to be like several hundred megs uh, to download this. So, um, you know, we're going to do our best to stage it where we can. Um, get it up on YouTube if we can. Again, YouTube only limits us to ten minutes a clip, so it's kind of hard. But uh, it's it's really cool. Now, of course, we have that, but we also have uh, all the video going up this week. This will be in the iTunes feed. Uh, all the video this week from a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. We have uh, an overview of the event as well as uh, full the full video of the parade and of the fireworks. So we have all that for you this week. So just apologizing for no email show, but I think we're making up for it with extra video and the world of Mickey storing Bob Varley. You guys are going to get a kick out of that. So, <laughs> All right, and with that, we'll go ahead and move on to the news really 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 slow news week this week i had a i had a dig i had a dig so uh we'll start out by just talking a little bit about the magic getting some uh going into dry dock and is getting some uh, some new upgrades uh, it's going to be coming out of dry dock on september 24th they are adding a mickey's splash zone by the mickey pool 385 square foot sorcerer's apprentice theme play area with moon and star-shaped fountains. This section is designed for little ones still in swim diapers. Something to get them out of the pools. Oh, good. <laughs> Goody. I have often referred to the, the Mickey pool as the unflushed toilet. Because <laughs> now, really and truly, everybody, everybody, you've all been on the on the cruise. Yeah. You all know when you're like up on the top deck and you're looking down at that pool in the morning, Mickey's face is nice and clear. But around about 3 o'clock... Mickey's not so clear no more. <laughs> Goofy has a similar problem. It's just not quite as bad. But, yeah, I, I think they should have just made the hand like a big handle that they could pull down. <laughs> and it would flush the pool. And refill. So, now also both the Oceaneer Club and Oceaneer Lab will be streamlining the registration area. They're going to be putting the RFID tags on these on kids' uh, these will be like identi- uh, uh, little identification bracelets that are going to have this RFID chip in them. And basically, all the kids will have to do to check in is just like, swipe their swipe their wrist against something, and they'll know exactly where they are. That'll be neat. Mm-hmm. Now it's, uh, yeah, I think that's very cool. Yeah. This is a technology that they're actually talking about using in a lot of different areas. This is one use for it, but um, privacy advocates are a little nervous because they're talking about embedding these things in shirts or in, or in clothes, you know, to help with the uh, uh, theft prevention. But once these things are installed, they can be tracked. So people are worried that, you know, they'll be able to track them. It's a cool technology, though. Very, very cool technology. Uh, the Quiet Cove adult area is going to be getting something the Wonder has had now for a while, which are those teak uh, lounge chairs with the uh, with the padding. I love those. Those were nice. Those but were I saw nice. some of those on the Magic. Oh, really? Yeah, but they didn't have them all around the pool. Yeah, I, I think that's, I'm guessing. That's what that's it what, sounds like. What they're going to do. It's the perfect place to nap. And they're going to be putting uh, 22-inch flat screen televisions in uh, in all the staterooms. It's about time. Yeah. Because those Seriously. crappy little... <laughs> the little tiny, like, 12-inch TV that you have to pull out and rotate. Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Now, But I wonder now, obviously, a 22-inch television is not going to fit in that little cubby hole where they have the current TV. Put it on the wall. So I huh? wonder where they're going. I think it'll fit. 
No, not 22 I inches. Think not, no way. Have to mount that. That's a 13-inch television, and it fits there perfectly. There's no way a 22-inch LCD is going to fit in that cubby hole. No I way. The best place to be on the wall, so that if you're lying in bed, you can watch TV. I mean, those old TVs take up so much space mm-hmm. now, anyway. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. But nice to see they're doing something to the magic. Um, another story that uh, I saw coming up on a couple of different. Uh, in a couple of different places. It all comes back to a, an article the Orlando Sentinel did talking about how Disney is going to be, uh, you know, the amount of, the, how, how much they're scaling back on entertainment to save money in the coming months. Uh, the Orlando Sentinel called it uh, Disney's massacre of entertainment. Um, we've talked about this before. They're cutting back. Uh, obviously, they're closing down Pleasure Island. Uh, they're scaling back significantly on the number of performances of Fantasmic. Over at Hollywood Studios, they're closing the Pocahontas show at at Animal Kingdom. And well, yeah, obviously they're doing this to save money. You know, I, I got to be honest. If you're going to close anything, those are three. Oh, those three are okay with me. I'm okay with this. Uh, Pleasure Island long has long since stopped being relevant, um, and it has does, has doesn't have the kind of energy or draw. That it had 10, 15 years ago. Phantasmic no. um, is great. Don't get me wrong. But if you've got to get rid of, rid of one of your three nightly shows to save money, and it's a choice between Wishes, Illuminations, or Phantasmic, goodbye Phantasmic. And Pocahontas. Is anybody really crying over Pocahontas? No. I mean, come on. In her forest of friends. It's Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. Um. And I know, of course, now um, it's, hate, it's hate speech against Pocahontas. And I'm going to get emails because <laughs> there's like three people out there that like love Pocahontas. But um, I'm sorry, as you know, as a show goes, it was never a big addition to the park. And if this is what they need to do to make sure the resources are there to keep the quality of everything else up, I I, I don't find this unreasonable given the circumstances. I don't find it unreasonable given the circumstances. Somebody else here may disagree. Not me. Or not. Or not. Have no opinion whatsoever. (laughs) I'm not sure. Um, But I just thought a massacre of entertainment was a little bit harsh. I think that was a... I'm not necessarily disagreeing with them that there's a... You know, there's a lot of cuts being made and it is significant. And it's unusual. And it's obviously in response to the economy. Um, But as long as they stick to... Like this ancillary stuff. Well, I don't want to... I run the risk of of, of, tr- of saying that Fantasmic is ancillary, and it's not. It's a huge show. It's a great show. Um, but like I said, the number of times I've seen Fantasmic in the last I've seen it once. five years, and the number of times I've seen Wishes and Illuminations. Much more. Much more. Yeah. Um, and I just think that... It's just going to make it so much harder for people that do want to see Fantasmic, since they're... It is cutting it down. It is. It's hard to get in that show to begin with. I mean, but I also crazy. don't think these things are permanent either. Now, I don't think Pocahontas is coming back, and I don't think Pleasure Island's coming back. They're doing different things there. But I think as things improve, you'll see that schedule for Fantasmic. Uh, what else are they going to do with that lagoon? That whole that whole amphitheater. I mean, it's all there for Fantasmic. They got to do something with it. So eventually, I think you're going to see that come back. But um, you know, who knows? Well, it's like Spectro. They they cut down on that schedule during the slow time. So, right. who knows? Same thing. Exactly. Exactly. So, 
And uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, and I wanted to ask Regina this in particular, because I know she'll enjoy oh. this. Um, how, much more, how much more or less likely would you be to fly if you knew that as part of the process of going through security, a naked picture of you was going to be taken? <laughs> I ask this because by the end of the year, the Transportation and Security Administration will have 24 locations around the country that will have this new security system. Oh, look, it's instead of <laughs> instead of uh, oh yeah, <laughs> instead of uh, patting people down to search them, this will be an option. This will be a, uh, this is. You know, obviously, state-of-the-art X-ray technology that literally sees beneath your clothes, and the idea is to find any concealed <laughs> weapons. And I think Teresa's cracking it's up. Not, she thinks it's, it's, not, it's not a picture; is it? it just shows up on the screen. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, it's a yes. It, it's a live 3D image of you with no clothes on. I mean, now they wow. say that they say that certain details are you know certain details are intentionally. Yeah, they're supposed to be blurred at so certain. So, like, there areas, won't be yes. any. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, yeah, these, so these are going to be installed. Like I said, 24. Uh, there are 24 uh, locations around the U.S. by the end of the year that are going to have these. You're going to be given the option if uh, security decides to pull you out for inspection, you'll be given the option of either having a, a pat down or being put in this. And, and what a lot of people are concerned about is that these pictures that are being taken, which according to the TSA will get deleted as soon as you leave the, 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 the device, the picture is deleted. People are saying, you know, damn well. There's going to be some pervert. It's going to end up on the internet. You're going to have like celebrities. If a celebrity or, goes through, I think they would. Or odd pictures, you know, people with odd body shapes, um, things like that coming out and. <laughs> Celebrityxrays.com. <laughs> well, you know, but think about yeah. it. Yeah. It, it, I'll go for the old-fashioned pat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I'm there. I couldn't care less. Pat me down. Don't some international flights do that? Like, they have, uh, like, they have, they have watch available. Watch that show locked up abroad, and they'll x-ray them to see what yeah. they have. But that's an actual the- x-ray machine because they're looking for internal. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is uh, – yeah, the TSA says that uh, faces are blurred on the images, and neither the officers that are looking at the image nor the subjects see each other. Uh, images are deleted immediately after viewing, and officers cannot save, store, print, or transmit them in any way. That's according to a TSA spokesman. So it's external. They're not going to be, like, finding tumors or anything. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, enjoy your no, flight, the idea, get that tumor taken No, down. this is not. This is not. <laughs> no, you have a goiter. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> it's, it's, but what, what, well, no, but seri- in all seriousness, one of, the, one of the concerns is that, you know, there are people that have things like colostomy bags, yeah. things like that, yeah. you know. Why should they be? Why should they be subject to that humiliation when it's not a security risk? So, I mean, there are things. There are things I can see with this, but I mean, the the benefit of it is that it's able to see weapons that can't be picked up by traditional okay. metal detectors. You know, ceramic weapons, plastic explosives, things like that. Right. And again, here comes that. Here comes this age old battle we've been having ever since nine eleven. Uh, you know how much? You know how much do we give up for security? And how much privacy do we have to give up? Because I think it's almost unavoidable that some has to be some privacy does have to be given up in exchange for security. But um, I don't know. I don't know how I, I don't. I I would not go through it personally. I I'm sorry. I just I don't imagine anybody would choose it. 
Can you imagine anybody saying, I would much rather have this done than just a regular pat down? If you really want to get even with the TSA agent, go ahead. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Take a look, honey. (laughs) It it wouldn't bother me. I don't think it would be that big a deal, actually. I mean, it wouldn't well, no, bother well, me. You, you would go without clothes altogether. <laughs> well, you you would walk people... in. You would just walk in naked and not and spare the pretense of the machine. <laughs> Maybe someone with OCD that doesn't like to be touched by other people, True. like Howie Mandel. Okay, that makes you sense. know, True. I mean, totally. Would I mean, yeah, that I, I, I think there are. Yeah, there. Are, I mean, obviously, I guess there are people that who would, but I think you're right. Majority I think the would vast not. majority would not. So I, I wonder, you know, if it's going to be optional, as they're saying it is. Um. How many people are really going to choose it? So is it really worth the amount of money that we're going to be spending to put these in? I have no idea how much money that is. The article I read did not go into details about that, but I know the ACLU is already on the case, of course. It makes Um, me wonder, I mean, maybe have they been sued for, you know, TSA agents groping people when they're patting them down? Is that why they're doing this technology, you know? I don't know. I don't think so. Not that I've heard of. There are things you can miss on a pat down too. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you can only go so far. Yeah. You know, on a pat down. Has anyone ever done? I guess it all depends on where you are. <laughs> Cavity search time. <laughs> Has anyone ever done the one where like blow air on you? You go no. in the chamber. No, no. They did everything else. What they rubbed our hands looking for explosives. There's some yeah. kind of thing now that you can go in. They it blows air on you. I don't they used to use that at the prison. Uh, it checks ions. So when you come into the prison, they used to have a wand that would pick up air around you to see if had you been in contact with drugs, mm. explosives, firearms, stuff like that. And if you're a visitor and that, that tested positive, then you would get a much deeper search. So they did use that at the prison. Wow. And in prison, the words much deeper search <laughs> take on a whole new meaning. They take, it takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> But, uh, no, I just find it very interesting, and we're going to start seeing that. You know, and I just, you know, the reason the article jumped out at me is that, you know, we've been talking so much lately about the challenges of paying for your airfare, let alone now the, the ever-mounting challenges that just getting on the plane, if you can manage to afford it, now you may have to have naked pictures of yourself <laughs> taken in order to go to Disney World. I just think, you know. I don't For security... I don't know. My thoughts kind of get over it. I don't. I would rather someone be embarrassed than me get blown up. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It. Absolutely. But I. I don't know. I just. Like I said, Walter. Would, I'm not the one to ask. Though. No, really, because he would. He would just walk through the airport naked if he was allowed. If he wasn't going to get arrested. True. Tell me I'm lying. <laughs> no, I didn't deny it. I'm just. <laughs> we're moving along now. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Not Next. denying. He just, just doesn't want to discuss it. But uh, all right, well that will uh, that'll do it for the news this week. Like I said, it was a uh, it was a slow news week, so we're gonna move on to rapid fire, and uh, I'll go. Go ahead. Feels <laughs> like somebody, please. Um, Festival of the Masters is coming up November seventh through the ninth. Um, takes place at Downtown Disney West Side from nine thirty a.m. to five thirty p.m. and it features some um, some top artists. Um, there's artwork mediums such as photography, glasswork, painting, sculptures, prints, drawings, jewelry, leather and wood, mixed media and collage, and digital art. There's also going to be the uh, Central Florida Chalk Artist Association, and they'll be um, doing artwork on 
6,000 square feet of sidewalk. There's going to be entertainment out there, and it's going to be a good time. I can't wait. I yeah, enjoy we it. always enjoy We've it. We've been yeah. a couple of times. It's very, very good. Yeah, it is. It's normally it is. cool on the on those days in November. You know, not cold, but it's a nice day. It's not steaming hot. That's <laughs> where you don't want to be outside. Cool. Thank you, Corey. Mrs. Martin. Okay, the Orlando International Dragon Boat Festival is coming up in October. Do you guys know what the Dragon Boat is? No. <laughs> I think didn't we have this discussion once before? I don't know. About the Dragon Boat? I don't think so. I Did thought we? we I don't know. Go ahead. Did y'all talk about the festival? Yes. Did we? Yes. Maybe I wasn't here. Who else would have talked about it? it wasn't me. Well, refresh our memory then, Julie. What is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's coming up soon, so um well the Dragon Boat, it's it's a long boat. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and it has, I think, I don't know if it's like 10 people, 20 people, but it's like two people on a seat and it goes all the way back and they row. Like a slave ship. Yes, I guess so. <laughs> but you see, Ramming sometimes speed. colleges do it and sometimes <laughs> right, even right. high school. It's like a sport. It's a competitive sport, yeah. Right. Well, it's going to be held at Walt Disney World Resort at Downtown Disney on October 18th. It is fast becoming one of the premier annual Dragon Boat events worldwide, and it's going to capitalize on the rapid growth of the sport in Florida and in the southern states. There will be a large athletes village, a vendor exhibitor village, recreational and sport race divisions, men's and women's division races, specialty and industry challenges, a breast cancer survivor division, electronic start and finish with video replay, Excellent spectator viewing areas, food concessions, world-class equipment, and a medal and trophy ceremony. Well. Some people may be interested in seeing that. I really don't. (laughs) 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 All right. And I'm just going to talk a little bit about uh, Halloween Horror Nights, uh, especially since there are some new ticket options. Uh, Namely, they've added a uh, Halloween Horror Nights option to the seven-day unlimited pass that they've been selling. Uh, The seven-day pass gives you seven days of unlimited admission to both theme parks and seven consecutive days of unlimited admission to both theme parks. And with the Halloween Horror Nights add-on, you get Halloween Horror Nights as well. That ticket's going for $155.99. So that gives you, like I said, seven consecutive days, unlimited access, both parks, and Halloween Horror Nights as well for seven days. so That's unlimited Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Unlimited Halloween days. Horror Nights, exactly. So that's uh, that's a new ticket they've got out. Um, you can. We also have a uh, Halloween Horror Night uh, ticket plus round-trip transfers. If you are staying on Disney property using Magical Express and you want to get to Halloween Horror Nights and don't feel like renting a car, that ticket is eighty five ninety nine per person, and that is for one night. That's one night to Halloween Horror Nights. But it does include transportation from a Disney hotel uh, back to Universal and then home. So that's a great option if you don't have a car. Yeah, it is a great I mean, option. There's also a um, the one the Universal ticket with round trip transfers. It's with a one day two park just ticket, not Halloween Horror Nights. But that's also a great option if you just want to get to Universal for the day. Right. These are all available for sale through Dreams Unlimited Travel. We have a link to that on our show notes page. And just to make, just in case anybody's not aware of the fact that I'm part owner in Dreams Unlimited Travel, I will make that clear now. So, and that will do it for Rapid Fire. That was really Rapid Fire. Well, actually, we have one more Rapid Fire. Will just flagged me that he had. Yeah, uh, I brought one. Um, the Top Chef, the tour is coming to CityWalk on the 24th. Uh, 
There's actually, it looks like a, a live cooking demonstration by some of the contestants on the show. I'm not familiar with it. Do you guys watch it? I love Top Chef. Well, there you go. This is for you. Uh, there's three times that they're going to be, I guess, cooking for you guys. 10.30, 12 p.m., and 1, 1.30 p.m. This is Come Enjoy. Cooking demonstrations. I guess they're giving autographs, and there's a raffle and uh, some other things. So Universal City Walk, the 24th. Cool. Check that Was out. there something else? Oh, it's called Oldies Axe Blast Off at Kennedy Space Center. And it looks like uh, it says, Celebrate the sounds of space exploration with music from 60s, 70s, and 80s. Uh, during 2008 fall concert series at Kennedy Space Center uh, Visitors Complex. Concerts kick off Saturday, October 18th with 80s rock band Survivor. Didn't you guys see them at Velvet yeah, Sessions? Yeah. And uh, followed by the Guess Who and Rick Springfield. So those are the three. I believe in naps. Oh, sorry, wrong one. <laughs> I was going for this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's all right, it works. Um, the dates on that are October 18th, Survivor's playing. The 25th is the Guess Who, and November 1st is going to be Springfield. So they're one week apart. Well, cool. Yeah. There right. you go. Well, then that will do it for Rapid Fire. Thank you for adding that in. Uh, now, as I've mentioned uh, a couple of times, uh, we, are, we love getting the voicemails that you guys are recording yourself and sending in to us. You can email those to podcast at www.info.com. That does not mean I don't want regular voicemails either. I notice they've fallen off dramatically. Um, you can still send me voicemails. I'm still using those. Um, 877-310-9662. But uh, what I like is a lot of people are giving us reviews of things that we haven't experienced, recording it themselves, sending it in to us. It makes a nice addition to the show. Uh, if we do that, if you do a review and I include it in the show as a review in, in the discussion show, you automatically get a shot at the prize Matron. So um, one of our listeners, Tara, recently had a chance to do the uh, photo session over at the Grand Floridian. We get a lot of questions about this. We've never done it, but Tara just did, and she, uh, she called in with, uh, with her review. So here's Tara and her take on the photo session. Hi, podcast team. My name is Tara, and after listening to your email show on August 7th, I thought I would call in with a quick review of the photo session at the Grand Floridian, since none of you have experienced it. I had first learned of the photo session on one of your shows a while back, and I remember thinking what a cool idea it was. My husband and I love taking pictures at Disney World, but we seldom come home with pictures of both of us together. We're big fans of PhotoPass for this reason, and typically purchase the CD on each trip. Our last trip was in late October 2007, and we pre-booked our session several weeks prior to our arrival in Florida. The appointment was about halfway through our trip, and the cast member explained that any PhotoPass pictures we had done prior could be added to the CD from our session. She also informed us that any pictures taken throughout the parks afterwards could be added if we returned to the Grand Floridian. I saw this as a great value since we were traveling with our extended family, and there were many different groups, each with their own PhotoPass cards. We were able to gather everyone's cards and have all the pictures downloaded onto one CD. We arrived at the Grand Floridian for our session around 5.30 p.m. Our photographer was prompt and very welcoming. We do not usually have fancy portraits done, and she made us feel quite comfortable. We started with some pictures inside the main lobby, then headed outside towards the beach. One of the most creative poses she did inside was using a wall mirror and a large flower arrangement. She had our backs facing her, but captured our faces in the mirror. 
Outside, we laid across a hammock, leaned on a palm tree, and walked away from her towards the beach with the Polynesian in the background. We finished our session outside the main lobby by the antique cars. The whole session lasted about 30 minutes, and we never felt rushed. It only took a couple of minutes for her to download the images and burn them to the CD. We were able to view the photos right away, and the quality was amazing. She did a great job on both the technical and personal level. I feel the photo session is worth every penny, even more so if you take advantage of the 20% savings by pre-ordering the CD. I was able to come home with some beautiful portraits, and the session gave us a great reason to dress up and go out for a wonderful dinner at Narcusi's afterwards. Our CD had photos of our entire trip, and by purchasing the CD, I can share or print whatever pictures I want. I can't wait for our upcoming trip in January 2009, and we will be signing up for another photo session. I think this time we'll try it at the Poly. Thank you so much for all the hard work you do to make these shows possible. We enjoy that you are all a part of our lives each week. Well, thank you very much for that, Tara. We really appreciate your uh, your calling in and uh, telling us about your experience with the uh, with the photo session. I know, like I said, a lot of our listeners wonder about that. We get questions about it all the time, and uh, really happy to be able to include that in this week's show. So, like we said, Julie will be getting in touch with you, and you can go ahead and pick a number. And with that, we're going to move on to our next segment and talk to Miss Regina about her uh, about spending five days on a ship with 300 dizzers. Oh, I've done it before. They're great. It's a great crowd. It's fun. You had a good time? Yes. Excellent time. I know a lot of people were thinking we were bobbing around like a cork, but they really did a great job avoiding Hannah. So you were out. Actually, that's a, that's a good point to raise because this is something that we get in feedback both for dreams and for the site and the show and we see it on the boards what's it what's going to happen if i'm out in, on the ship and a hurricane comes through so yeah now you, your itinerary did get a little interrupted yes it did we were supposed to make two stops at castaway uh, we went there the first day and then we were told we were going to have a day at sea instead of nassau the following day and they ended up rescheduling nassau because they, they felt that the storm uh, wasn't going to hit yet. And we were the only ship that was in Nassau that day because everybody else had bailed out. Oh. So, uh, were they it, right, though? I mean, this. It was very windy, but at first you looked up and said, oh, that's not, gonna, that's not looking good. There was a great, big gray cloud, but it blew past, and it was sunny as anything. It was a really nice day. As nice as Nassau can be. Well, we took the uh, we took um, excursion over to Atlantis, which normally this is the first time we did an excursion on NASA. And just explaining to people, Atlantis is the large hotel, casino, resort complex over on Paradise Island, which is about a ten minute drive via frightening. No, no, we took it to Disney <laughs> shuttle. I, I don't like those cabs. Well, yeah, because <laughs> normally, normally, yeah, I, I normally don't do an excursion over to uh, Paradise Island. I'll just grab one of those. Scary cabs. Mm-mm. No, no. We took a nice shuttle over, and we took a tour of the aquarium. And it's based on the whole Atlantis, Lost Continent thing. Well, the, the, does the Disney shuttle smell like Old Spice and feet? Like the, uh, no. the cabs do? <laughs> no, they're very clean. Okay. That's nice to know. So, Now, how much was an excursion to Atlantis? I think that was only 39 and what'd you get? We got to Atlantis. And we got well. We got a, a guided tour of the aquarium, 
but the but, guy was very nice, but the way he was talking, I'm, you start thinking, does he really think there was an Atlantis? Oh, and the Atlanteans did this, <laughs> and the Atlanteans did... I'm like, I bet you people that really think there was an Atlantis, you know, <laughs> and that they built all this and left it behind. Oh, my gosh. Now, even though this was a, uh, a specialty cruise, it was a five-night, It was a five night, correct? Yes. Um. Normally, Nassau's a stop on the three and the four, so I guess this was kind of like a... Right, so this will be a podcast cruise destination. Right. Stay on the ship. Uh, honestly... I See, I like Atlantis. I, I liked it. I, the, I, mean, in, I mean, as far as did, We've never the been other to Atlantis. Side. But did the excursion also give you access to, like, the pool and the beach? No. It doesn't? No. Those are the pricier ones. and I that already, pool is amazing. I already got fried at Castaway Key, so... You weren't out, yeah. But that aquarium's pretty cool. Their whole property's yeah. The aquarium's cool, except pretty they take amazing. It. Oh, you've been you've been over there? No, but I've I've seen uh, lots of photos, and I actually did um, an ad campaign a couple of years ago for Atlantis. Oh, really? So I had uh, hmm. exposure to a lot of their their media, and I mean it's it's amazing property. That it place. is. Yeah. Perv Griffin. That was that's one of his. Really. Perv. <laughs> I heard name. that. Perv Griffin. But they let you, of course, they let you go to the uh, casino. Who would have thought? Oh, of course. <laughs> so I left $25 there. That's as wild as I get. Now, does that, <laughs> that excursion include the, the beach chairs and all that stuff? No. Like I mean, you, you, get get a, you get the tour. You get, yeah. to you get a guided get a tour. tour of the mm. aquarium that takes like an hour because you have to learn all about the Atlantean culture. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, like I'm bored, I'm bored. But there's one. It's one thing to get into the theme, but you can go so far that you start sounding psychotic. Yeah, yeah. And they, but they were getting ready for the storm. They were taking the globes off of all the outdoor sconces. They were taking all the um, a lot of the lounge chairs and bringing them within the aquarium so they were protected. And uh, and when we went back to the ship, we saw a lot of places were getting boarded up. Right. In preparation to Hannah. But so, it was fun. It was fun. I'm glad we went over there. So then uh, then where? Then what'd you do? Well, the next day was a day at sea. And it was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous day. And then the following day was when we were supposed to go to Castaway. For your second day. The second visit. But that's during the night where we were. You didn't feel it so much. But I woke up. It's like, oh. Rocking a little more than it had been, but then you find out these thirty foot seas. And oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So people that people were feeling it. Did you witness so. anybody green hacking over the side? I didn't see them, but I think some people were, <laughs> were a little. Yeah, I think that was a little much. And so I was. I went into the Cove Cafe, and some. This this couple standing out there. I mean, the wind is blowing. They had all the pools closed. These. The guys were getting deck chairs down, and um, they came in to say that there was a dead bird in the pool. And it's like <laughs> the girl in the girl Cove Cafe and things. Like, what, what do you want me to do? Like, Get a cup. <laughs> <laughs> so, Get a cup. So <laughs> here, you go out and get it. Yeah, really. <laughs> Why would you be out in that horrible weather? It's raining. It's blowing. Oh my gosh! It was. There's a dead bird it was in the pool. Pretty, I know. There's a dead bird in the pool. It's bird suicide. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> but it was it, it. It calmed down. 
what happened he they had hoped that um hannah would have passed cast away and, and the captain comes on it's like i've talked to the manager cast away key <laughs> and, <laughs> it's like what are you oh what a shock we're not going to be able to talk there <laughs> it's not looking like we're going to be able to visit <laughs> now now, uh, were, were, was anybody getting upset that they were getting gypped out of a second day of Castaway Key? Oh, people were down at, I forgot, somebody went had a good mention. They went down to guest services at like 2 a.m. I forgot why. And there were people complaining that the ship was rocking. <laughs> well, <laughs> surprise. Yeah, I'm just surprised they didn't take it further out of the path to avoid that. Well, eventually they, you have to start heading back. We yeah, were true. we were we had been going south, and eventually you just have to just bite the bullet and you head come back. back. Yeah, but by the afternoon, it, it had Hannah had gone ahead enough where it wasn't. We were fine again, and everything was back to normal. Now, what about uh, what about events on the ship for for the Dizzers? Anything anything in particular go on? Um, one of the Dizzers always in, does scrapbooking. And she brings all kind of cool stuff. I don't do it because I can't start another hobby. I already have <laughs> supplies from everything under the sun that I, I'll never get to. I know the other dishes enjoy that. And then Tracy hosted the wine and cheese party in the Roy Suite. Okay, that's right. And that's 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 always very popular. So how, many pe- how many people showed up for that? I had I kind of had it. It kind of got a little tight in there. So did it? Yeah. Oh, tons of people. I'd say at least a hundred came and went. At least. Oh my lord! At least. Well, everybody else wants to see the suite. But you also have a, uh, a tremendous amount of stuff in front of you. She's like a female Bob over <laughs> hey there now. with like <laughs> God knows what. So what is what hey is all this? Now. What is all this stuff? Trinkets and trinkets. These are some of my fish extender gifts. I wanted to bring them because you guys, I don't think you've ever done it, and they're talking about doing it for the podcast cruise. So I wanted to let you know what you're in store for. All right. Well, first, let's uh, make sure everyone understands what we're talking about when we talk about a fish extender. Do you want me to do the history? (laughs) Yeah. Please. Please. On the first westbound repositioning cruise, when the Magic went to California, one of the Dizzers very nicely brought these, well... We call them fish extenders because there's this uh, metal fish outside your door that's actually where they leave messages and things. Um, and what what it is, just, we just hang it from that and has pockets and just leave little goodies in it for your fellow dizzers. And prior to the cruise, we uh, somebody volunteers to do a spreadsheet and keep track of who has what stateroom, how many people in the stateroom, because it's up to you if you want to do an individual gift, if you want to do a state uh, one per stateroom. And throughout the cruise, you just come back and you always find a little goodie in there. It's really a lot of fun. Except I think one dizzer may be very disappointed because when I went and rebooked a cruise on board, the cast member was saying he kept getting stuff by his... <laughs> stuck on oh, no. uh, by his door or in his oh, fish. No. I guess they must have swapped uh, swapped staterooms for one of the dizzers at the last minute. 
Oh no! <laughs> and everybody still had the stateroom on the list, and it was the re- <laughs> the rebooking agent. He's gone. I'm getting all this stuff. I'm like, <laughs> and why is it all lime green? <laughs> oh, it's uh, that was pretty funny. That's, that's funny. But I mean, it's a lot of fun. A lot of uh, just examples because again, some a lot of the ones that are going to the podcast crews have no idea what kind of things are exchanged. Some people make homemade bookmarks. There's cards. There's pirate stuff. There's um, Kleenex. There's, oh, look, but look, it's Bruce the Shark on the Kleenex. That's so cool. Bruce the Shark Kleenex. She also has, a like, a pirate gun. You have the gayest pirate gun I've ever seen. Hey, now, I love this gun. It's pink and sparkly. So, now, so you went around the ship every night? No, and I and like Santa Claus, and was like no, leaving I, stuff in three hundred staterooms, or no? I kind of paid Tracy's nephew twenty bucks to deliver my my stateroom gifts. <laughs> Regina has minions. She has people. <laughs> Regina's not stupid. <laughs> so, like, how many how many things did you get? Oh, God, I didn't even try counting it. It's just, and sometimes you know, some people you know like who else? it came you, from. You know, we got the gay pirate gun. We got. Uh, a finger Look puppet pirate. pirate finger puppet. There's a conch cooler recipe. Laminated. I'll never forget how to make a conch cooler. She has a little trial size. Cards, beach people, uh, some people leave like, postcards from where they're from. There's some from Colorado. Notepads. Playing cards. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. That's it really cool. is. I did something on this cruise I never got to do before. I went to the clinic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Regina, your head. Okay. <laughs> you ran out of penicillin? Kevin's. Yeah, right. No. I, I floated uh, Castaway Key. Oh, yeah. For a beautiful day. I'm floating. I got water in my ears and it just didn't come out. Um, so everybody's telling me, hold your nose and blow. Yeah, like I, did, I didn't do that a thousand times. <laughs> then, you know, jump on one foot. Yeah, like I could do that. But I was doing the, I was doing the night at the Roxbury little dance. What is and that wasn't working. I think, well, I'll just sleep on that side tonight. And the next morning, it was still clogged. So I gave up and went to the clinic. So if anybody ever wants to know, it cost $116 to get your ear <laughs> cleaned out. <laughs> just for them the, to look at you. In the clinic. Yep. Where is it? It ain't cheap. Down on, the, down on deck one. Deck one. Is there a doctor? Like yeah. A, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, a, young, a young female doctor. And it's very nice for a doctor not to start with well you know if you lost some weight so <laughs> <laughs> it was great it's like oh thank you lady <laughs> does it blow up my ear and I don't want to hear about the weight issue so that was that was yeah I did that and I also stayed in a category three nice very nice except this is something really retarded they had they have the blow dryer in the drawer like it's in a vanity in mm-hmm. the master bedroom. So I'm yanking on this stupid blow dryer. I'm yanking, yanking, yanking. Stupid thing's not coming out. I turn it on. I realize it's plugged in in the drawer. But for some reason, even though I yanked the heck out of that thing the first time I wanted to use it, from that point on, anytime I went to use it, the plug had fallen out. So I pulled out the drawer, get on my hands and knees, Reach back because they have they actually have a hole cut in the back of the vanity, so you can reach the one outlet for this stupid blow dryer. And then the same thing when I tried don't don't get me started with the internet on the ship. But when I went to use my computer, I had oh, it's to, terrible. 
Ugh, it's beyond awful. So yeah, this this is where they have the blow dryer in a drawer with the plug behind it. Really, it was just really stupid, and I was not not happy having to constantly pull this drawer out, plug this thing in, hope the the plug stayed in. So that, that was kind of odd. Yeah, really. Yeah, the internet service in the ship, I agree with you wholeheartedly, was just oh, terrible. It was, it was, oh, it it's was terrible. And you watch your minutes just tick away. Oh, it's crazy, because they're charging you premium rates, yeah. and they're giving you the crappiest internet service imaginable. So I, I don't, yeah, I, I agree with you. But uh, no, so it was a good time. You had a good time. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It was really good. And things like this go on all the time um, on our cruise boards. Uh, trips are always being planned. People are doing this stuff all the, the time. The cruise meets, yeah. The cruise meets board, absolutely. So, well, good. I'm glad you had a good time and you enjoyed it. And I'm uh, glad to have you in town. Glad to get a chance to see you before you I know. have to head back to New York. So, well, thank you very much for that. We're going to move on to our next segment, talking about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. This year's event kicked off on September 5th, Friday night. And uh, we were all in it. Everyone, everyone except Regina. Uh, was in attendance for that, and uh, that's one one of the reasons we invited Teresa to be here, so we could get kind of get the mommy perspective on uh, Mickey's Not So Scary. And it was it was a big group we had. It was uh, we had well, a lot of my us. my mom and my brother and Walter and I and my sister Lisa and her daughter Bridget, my niece uh, Bridget, and it was uh, you and Julie and uh, Will, parents. yeah. And your parents, and Teresa, and her husband, and the three kids, and and, and we had started out with uh, taking my niece Bridget and uh, uh, Teresa's daughter Stella, who's six. Uh, we took them over to the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique to get boutiqued. Yes, my cool. niece, my niece has gotten very used to it. Um, this was her third time, and uh, this time she decided to be Belle and. Stella chose Cinderella. Cinderella. I wept as she got fixed up. It was just too emotional. It was oh well. It's so cute. <laughs> it I was mean, cute. And she had the time. I mean, she was just beside herself, mm-hmm. picking out her polish and her makeup, and it was pretty cool. Y'all are still finding glitter though. Huh? Oh, glitter yeah. everywhere! It's all over my house. My cat is glittered. <laughs> Max has glitter on his face for no reason. I think he just does that. I think he does too. Really, to look pretty at school. Mm-hmm. He's going to love we said that on the show. So, yeah, we had, uh, it, you know, the weather when we had gotten to downtown Disney. We, had to get, we got to downtown Disney to get to the boutique around 2, 2.30. And uh, the weather was so nice. It was a nice breeze. The sun was out. I'm like, oh, great. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. Well. Yeah. Then, then the heavens opened. Yeah, the minute they got fixed up. The minute they got fixed up and we went to get their pictures taken, it started to rain. And then one, it only, but it only rained for like it only rained for a few minutes. But then the humidity was there, yeah, enough to make it miserable. And yeah. now, and now, yeah, that beautiful breeze that we had was gone, and it was back to being that, you know, bone sweating humidity that only I think Florida can. I've never been anywhere else where I've had that kind of felt that kind of humidity, especially after rain. So we get to get we get over to the Magic Kingdom, and we went and checked it out. And let me just start by saying that um, I haven't been to Mickey's Not So Scary in a couple of years. And I always thought they did a good job. But I got to say this year in particular, I don't know if it was just me or if 
this was really better than I remember. This was good. They really did a great job. Yeah, last year, the um, as far as the decorations go, they really stepped it up. Um, you know, from the year before, they, they they brought in a lot of the decorations that they have over at um, Disneyland. So this year and last year, very similar to how the parks decorated. Yeah, incredibly well decorated. The detail was just amazing. It was. It really was. And it was really cool to watch you guys because this was your first time right. doing it. And you know, we've gotten used to this being kind of our Halloween tradition here. Mm-hmm. This is what we go and do. And uh, so it was kind of wild watching you guys were like, oh, my God, look at this. Yeah, pumpkins. Pumpkins everywhere. Stella kept saying, it's not even Halloween. Why am I getting candy? <laughs> <laughs> one of the things they do, uh, since you just mentioned that, one of the things they do with the Mickey's Not So Scary is they have candy stations all over the place. I mean, they've got, how many do they, do they have? Corey's counting them up now. Thirteen. Thirteen. Good number. Um, 13 candy stations around the park where you just, you know, they give you a little trick-or-treat bag and just get online. You and get everything from nasty Chico sticks to delicious Snicker bars. We had they're stencil. not full size. But I got to say, do you remember last year how Kevin and John were talking about getting handfuls of candy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was getting, like, fingerfuls of candy. Like, here's one. Here's two. Gracie complained that there wasn't enough candy. You know, she as the night goes more. on, like if you if you go trick or treating, like maybe around eleven o'clock, and there these cast members are really trying to empty their mm-hmm. buckets, that's when you really start getting the handfuls. Because we did another round of trick or treating on our way out, and they were really just dumping it in there. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there's a tip for you. You got to mm-hmm. go at night. Go and later. And this year, when you leave the park, they they give you a Girardelli. Yeah, we got uh, a little yep. candy bar. That was really cool. Yeah. And the end of the parade was given, they were giving out candy. Yeah. Then too. Well, and the, yeah, the, uh, the main events, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Now, of course, attractions are open. What's the list of attractions they had open for the, uh, for the event, Corey? Let's see. They have um, Swiss Family Treehouse, Pirates, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, um, Haunted Mansion, Peter Pan's Flight, the Carousel, Dumbo, Philhar Magic, um, Snow White. All the Fantasyland attractions are open. It's a small world. Um, Tomorrowland, uh, Space Mountain. It was a good Astro num- Orbiter. It was a good number of attractions that were open, Buzz and the Lightyear. lines were almost non-existent. There were yeah. no lines. This was this kind of bothered me too because it was a Friday night, the start of Mickey's Not So Scary. You would have thought that there might have been just I don't know a little bit of a crowd, but as you'll see with the video that we're putting up this week from there, uh, we have new fireworks video. Uh, from the party as well as new parade video. But if you look at the fireworks video that Will shot, he's in the middle of Main Street. Nobody else. And there was virt- there was no one around him. I mean, yeah. he had. I mean, he. You could have dr- you could have drawn like a twenty foot circle around him in any direction, and there was nobody there. There were some cast members behind me. And it's funny you mention that because they said the same thing. They said that I haven't seen Main Street this dead for fireworks, and I couldn't tell you. Yeah, uh, I was I was really kind of. Do you think maybe because it was so early, September fifth for Halloween is well? I I'm I, I know that you know they had a problem earlier in the year with the pirate and princess parties not making enough money, not getting enough people to show up. And I know that it's early, but again, Friday night, Magic Kingdom, start of Mickey's not so scary. To have that small a crowd really kind of disturbed me. Now I'm sure as it gets closer. It'll get busier, but I'm hoping that's not a precursor. Because I'll tell you something. This really was 
a good party. And ab- you know, we t- yeah. we've said it before. Yes, it's worth because people ask us all the time: is is the party worth it? Yes, the party is worth it. No question about it. You get to go on a lot of rides. It's going to cost you fifty some odd dollars to get in, but you don't you don't need admission beyond that. You just that that pass gets you in. They shut the park down at seven to regular guests. And at 7 o'clock, they open it to those who are attending the party. And you get a wristband. And you get a wristband. And as long as you've got your wristband, you can go any place you want. Some places are open for eat, for uh, for food. You've got Casey's was open. Pinocchio's Village House was open. I believe Starlight Rays was open. The Lunching Pad was open. A few other places. So there is options for food. But uh, now what goes on during the party, um, we'll get to the big events, but... One of the things they do are these dance parties. That uh, how many do they have? Like two or two. three? There's they have two, two of them, two. and they'll have the characters will be out, and uh, they'll have a DJ, and they'll be playing music. Well, and one is Stitch's party, and there's only Stitch there. Right. And then at the other one over by Ariel's Grotto, it was Donald Duck and Pluto. Yeah. Lilo was Lilo was with Stitch. Oh, okay, I didn't see her. And a, some other man was up and there. And Stitch is dressed directing. up like Elvis. Now you went. He was cool. We were there for a long time. Yeah. Now you do you. You you, uh, you enjoyed that? We did. The music was a little intense for Stella. Yeah, was, he was saying that she was it holding was a her little ears. loud. Um, Grace was dancing all over the place while we were waiting for our food, acting like an idiot. But <laughs> but that's Grace. We all know that's Grace. So, but it was uh, it, the music was good. The interaction was great. There was a lot of people dancing. So the, the kids were really engaged. They by were, it. They, and the parents were down there dancing too. And just to make it clear, as I said before, Stella is, uh, Stella is six. Uh, Grace is thirteen. Yes. And uh, your oldest son, Max, is 17, going to be 18 any day now. Yeah, a couple of weeks. So, um, no, what did you think of it? I mean, did you? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I would have danced if it wouldn't have mortified Grace. <laughs> <laughs> she kept saying, sit still, sit still. I, like, I can't help it. <laughs> Stitches looks like That's Elvis. <laughs> but it was great. Now, we went to the other dance party, too, and there wasn't as many people there. Stella moved around a little bit. It was just her and I. Yeah, that's the outdoor one right. over by Ariel's Grotto. Right. And Donald was dressed like a pumpkin over there. And who's the other character? Pluto. Pluto. You also have the uh, Villains Mix and Mingle, which is uh, they do a stage show, the Castle Forecourt. Uh, they do uh, four shows a night, uh, 745, 9 o'clock, 1005, and 1115. And then after the show, the villains kind of come down into the crowd, and you can see them and get autographs yeah uh, i cute, love it maleficent is the main character yeah. she kind of starts the show no that one scared stella because yeah. she didn't realize you had to go to them she thought they would come uh, sneaking up to catch her yeah captain yeah. hook was terrifying her she oh, really? just kept looking over her shoulder thinking captain hook was gonna <laughs> come up and get her yeah <laughs> now, grace loved it she loved cruella Deville. she had yeah. some good moves she was cruella there. is always a really good she character. was really good i liked her we enjoyed that. I, I would recommend that if anybody wants to meet the um, all the villains to wait to maybe the later shows. Like skip the 745 one and 9 o'clock one. The 1005 and the 11, the lines to meet all the uh, the characters are going to be short. A lot shorter, short. yeah. Right. Yeah, because I think the one we saw was 10 the, uh, was 10 the 1005, 1005 and yeah. there wasn't a bad line for that at all. Right. It wasn't a bad crowd. We were able to. If you stand towards the front near the stage, you're already you're basically right, in line. Yeah. You're yeah. right there when the, when the show's done. Exactly. Yeah. So the uh, now the other the other big events that go on, uh, where let's talk about uh, the the Halloween parade. 
Halloween Parade wasn't much different than it's been in in years past, no. or at least over the past couple of years. But it's a great parade. It is it's a wonderful. tremendous parade. If it's not broken, we'll fix it. Exactly, exactly. And but and I have to say, and I I remember Kevin mentioning this after the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, uh, how improved he thought the performers were in the shows. And I got to tell you, I saw the same thing yeah. on uh, on Friday night. Uh, the villains mix and mingle. Like I said, they do a whole stage show. But that was particularly good. And I'm usually not one to sit and watch a stage show. Like, not in the Magic Kingdom, anyway. Uh, so I was kind of surprised how good it was. And then in the parade, I was noticing that they were really good. They were really putting a lot of effort into it. There was a lot of... Uh, a lot of energy there was they were into it. I think that the Halloween theme, I mean it allows for scary faces or you know the really just kind of creepy looks they can give like the haunted mansion dancers. They look like ghosts and they had these like just kind of distant looks on their faces and then the um the grave diggers, the ones that dance with the shovel. Oh, they were awesome. Grace's they favorite. were awesome, but they were sweating so much cuz they oh, had all yeah. those big heavy suits and carrying those shovels around. Yeah, I I was I was really really impressed with uh also, I have to just say, I was so excited to see the Sheriff of Nottingham <laughs> from Robin Hood. You never see him ever just out of That's the park. That's true. That's true. You don't. And then um, also there was somebody else. Oh, of course, Clarabelle Cowan, Horace. They always bring them out for this parade. I don't. Who was the chicken in the, the little chicken coop? That one threw it? me off. That was kind I'm of thinking it's a chicken giant, little. It, no, it was a huge. No, it wasn't chicken. It was, it was a, a giant woman chicken. Yeah, I, I don't know. Clucking who she and is. singing. Yeah, Clara I rem- Cluck. I remember, but I Clara Cluck. She is with Clarabelle and Horace, so I don't. But I don't know how she fits in. Well, I don't even know who Clarabelle and Horace are. You so. don't know who Clarabelle the cow is? <gasps> oh, I can't believe that. <laughs> oh, I, I'm it's sorry. Some of the early cartoons. But um, she's actually, when you go to visit Mickey in his house or in the tent or whatever in, in Toontown, she's actually the um, the receptionist, except she's not there. Okay, well, I'm going to say something that's going to horrify <laughs> all of our listeners. I'm a fan of the parks and some of the movies. Um, I was never into, like, the old Mickey Mouse movies or any of that stuff. The, the theme parks is what got me in. Disney theme parks is what got me got me in. And I'd say probably more uh, the spate of movies from the, let's say, 1990 on. Um, those I paid attention to. But, like, any of that stuff really from, like, the early days just never never appealed to me. Never did. Not even as a kid it didn't. Hmm. So I guess that's why I don't know who Clarabelle is. The original Mickey Mouse Club fan here. <laughs> <laughs> Black always, and white, Annette. She always Tubby. wanted to be Annette. <laughs> Funny. But um, no, the parade uh, though was 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 really good. The parade runs uh, eight fifteen and ten thirty. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, make sure you get there to see the uh, the headless horseman start. I, I would. Oh, all, that was a tent. That, that was, was the best. I'd recommend getting getting to uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Party early. Get there so you're there about seven. Do yeah. some trick or treating. Go knock out the Toontown area because you get the most spots right there. That way, you know, in time for the parade, you have some candy to eat while you're waiting. And then at the end of the parade, they're, at the end of the parade, they're starve. passing it around too. Yeah. At the very end of the parade, they're giving out they were giving out candy the as Goofy's well. The Goofy's Candy Company. Yep. Yeah. They were. Grace was following it as we were leaving. <laughs> at first, no one would give me any candy. I'm like, is it because I'm not a kid? I'm like, I can have candy. Behold the child in my stomach. <laughs> 
Now, how did the kids like the parade? They loved it. Grace yeah. liked the dancers, the little shovel boys. She kept calling them the grave diggers. She uh, liked the uh, cowboys a little bit. The rock band, the ghoulish-looking rock band was cool. I have to say, I've never seen them pair up two men to dance. And they were cowboys. Okay, yeah. That was very gay. The gay cowboy dancing on pledge. such a good time. I am so glad you reminded me of that. Because I've got that on the video. Watch the parade video and you'll see the gay cowboy dancing. Because oh, complete with the okay. kerchiefs, complete with the kerchiefs around the neck. I mean, it was like, oh my. Broke back Splash Mountain. Just watch the, just watch the dance. Yeah, Were they yeah. playing Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy? <laughs> Backsplash mountain. Broke backsplash mountain. That's all. I've never seen them pair up two men to dance. Nope, that was a first. Yeah. That was a first. And yeah, they were. I'm sorry. So it's like the first thing that went through my head. Everything, everyone. Wow, that's gay. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, when I'm saying it's gay, it's gay. (laughs) You know? But uh, yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Then, of course. What I think probably has to be the best fireworks show ever put on anywhere, ever. It's awesome. Are the Hollowishes fireworks. Um, and you guys were saying these were the same as last year? Yeah. Last year, yeah. Really? Because this was I, the first time I've ever seen them. I was Oh, they do a great job. Blown yeah. I love the away. track that they use, too. It's awesome. It's, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> And they had you, that little Halloween song that they had about not boo- so scary. Yeah. It's really yeah. not boo- so scary. There you go. <laughs> Grace sang it for two days. Oh, oh yeah. It's there is no Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely the, the, a lot of the music uh, sticks in your head and you want to blow your brains but out. But no, I like it. Oh, it's, okay. It's, it I do. I like it, too. I like it, too. I found myself singing that yeah. song around we, the park. We sang it all the way home. It was great. But now the um, now the fireworks just go off once. They only do the fireworks once at uh, ten thirty. At nine thirty. At nine thirty. Yeah, you definitely have to plan your your night around that. Don't miss that at right. all. I mean, everything yeah. else you have a few other chances to see it. If you miss the first parade, see the second one. Villains Shows, mix and mingle. Yeah. That's all night. But, <clears throat> and the dance parties go on all night long. But the fireworks, you definitely need to plan your entire night around that. Always. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And how late do they give out candy? You guys said you went back. Oh, all night. They were they giving close. out candy until sure. I mean, we we left around eleven thirty. They were giving candy out, but it's they'll give candy. Yeah, out and the until event 12. runs. The event runs till midnight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it goes from seven to midnight, and it's not hard to see everything. Yeah. There are plenty of characters around too. Mm-hmm. You can, oh, that oh, yeah. just amazed me. You can me. take pictures with characters in their costumes, which is really neat. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, and Eeyore were all dressed up. Yeah, Eeyore was a clown. <laughs> like, like, yeah, one was a pirate. I think that yeah. Pooh was a pirate. And in the back in Toontown were the princesses and Prince Charming, mm-hmm. which I had to pay Grace twenty five dollars to get her picture taken with them. But you had you paid your daughter. She wouldn't do it, and I said, "You have to get up there. Look at it. He's, <laughs> he's beckoning you to get over there." And Stella was right in there with Cinderella because it looked just like her. But I, yeah, I, I bribed her twenty five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to use that in the future. <laughs> I liked seeing the, a lot of the uh, just the guest costumes too. There were some guests there with some creative costumes there of their were. own. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of chefs from Ratatouille. Oh, I saw them. One guy actually had uh, Remy on his head. I saw one on his shoulder. And too. one on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I actually spoke to that guy. I'm like, your costume's really awesome. He's like, thanks. Cute. Yeah. It was really, did y'all see the spider web on the. It was like on the ground. Yeah, they do little light yeah. shows. Yeah. Yeah. 
on Main Street they'll do that too. They'll put, like have ghosts going on all the. We uh, were waiting in line the for the um, to get the picture taken with the carriage, the pumpkin carriage for Stella because mm-hmm. obviously she was Cinderella, and uh, that they started doing that mm-hmm. and she just freaked out. It was so cool. That's really cool. It's nice to be entertained while you're sitting yeah. there waiting. It was. It was really cool. Yeah. Now I would say for for me personally, overall, I I give it. They just did such a great job. They just did, did such a great job with it. They covered every base. It looked like they really understood their audience. They played to their audience. And I really felt it's one of the few times I go into a Disney experience where I walk away saying, you know what? That was worth the money. That I was agree. worth the money. Mm-hmm. That There was so much entertainment. There were, it was so well done. And you just couldn't help seeing how, how crazy the kids were going. Yeah. So... You know anybody asking about whether or not it's worthwhile? You really are resounding, absolutely. But uh, now tell me the rest of you. What were your, your impressions? Or anything in particular that you guys know that you want to add that you think people should know about? I think the cast members made it for my kids. They uh, were so nice to them and just sweet. They kept referring to Stella as uh, her royal highness. Welcome home to your castle because she was dressed as Cinderella. Um, just real, a lot of interaction, and I love their outfits. Their little Halloween outfits they wore. I know the bat headbands were so yeah. cute. The little bat shirts <laughs> didn't really go together, but it was cool. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was really cool. A lot of character interaction. I love live animals in the parade. You have the headless horseman, you know, comes in that beautiful black horse, and then the bloodhound who's with the, the cemetery yeah. watcher. Yep. Right. I mean, you know, you want to run and pet him, you know, because yeah. he's, he's so cute looking, those saggy little cheeks. But I really, really enjoy that. Because you don't ever see that. Will, what was your favorite part? I I'm actually have to stick right there with Julie. The Headless Horseman was awesome, and I forgot about the hound until you mentioned it, but he was really cool. This was more for kids, but I had a great time. I mean, I didn't even get candy, but the fireworks and the shows were enough for me you mm-hmm. know I, I had a great time I mean yeah I mean we only rode two rides you we jumped I? on we, yeah no, See, we, we did three well me and Will did Buzz yeah. <laughs> he wasn't on Buzz he never did Buzz before so we had to what'd you think of Buzz Lightyear it was cool no. Sean Cord beat me but yeah we walked right on and like you said no lines the only time we waited for like what 10 minutes for candy 15 minutes well, at one point the, and that the, was it the whole night back in Toontown there's a thing called Alice and the Mad Hatter's Treat Party and it's, you can really knock out Four treat locations, but it's it bottlenecked at a certain point. Oh, is that that was that huge long line back it, there? It was, yeah, it was, that, yeah, I wouldn't wait on it. It was horrible. And plus, there's character interactions throughout there, so people get confused about which line they're supposed to be in. And that path is only so wide, so you. But that's where you really get a lot of candy. But I would, you know, hopefully you don't get a long yeah. line like that. this. The, it, this deserves to do very well. It yeah. really does. It deserves to do well. Of all, you know. Not all, not, not all Disney's parties are good. Sometimes they're real chumpy. Sometimes you really walk away feeling like, okay, that's three hours of my life. I'm never getting back. Mm-hmm. Um, this was definitely not that, that experience. This was, this was really good, really well done. The cast, I, I think, as Teresa accurately pointed out, just was, did a tremendous job. Even the Sweet Pea enjoyed it. The entire time during the parade, he moved. Oh. Oh yeah, that's right. You were saying Aww. that yeah, the, he was kicking. The baby yeah, was kicking the entire time trying so. to get away from the villains. <laughs> like the music, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he really enjoyed the music too. <laughs> well, even the doctor said he's pretty active. Yeah. When you were getting the sonogram, he was all over the place. Yeah, he moves a lot. <laughs> Does he wake you up? No, but every time I get up to go to the bathroom at night, when I lay back down, he moves like once or twice, and then he settles back down. 
<laughs> oh, isn't that funny? That's cool. Maybe he's going to the bathroom too. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, too much. Well, no. One thing I had to mention: I, when we saw these, because they have some newer hats out for the Halloween party, there is one that has a huge candy corn on top of it. And it's the candy corn color, and it says Happy Halloween on it. I wanted to buy one and make Corey wear it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> do it. And he was do like, it. I really don't like happen. candy corn. Do it. <laughs> that was a one-time thing. <laughs> that was a one-time thing. What? I, he I wanted me to do, do the Heimlich impression. No, but one thing, oh. I did, <laughs> <laughs> one, one thing I wanted to mention that um, that you also get 40% off of all your PhotoPass photos um, for the, during the party. So every every photo you get taken during um, Mickey's Not So Scary, you get 40% off of that if you use the code on the back of the card. Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And you can't overlook all the um, the window displays on Main Street either. They, de- they really decorate mm-hmm. all their window displays, you know, Halloween. It's really cool. So and Teresa, not uh, not too uh, not too kid oriented for a thirteen year old. Oh no, I think she enjoyed it more than anybody. Really? Yeah, she did. Scoping out the different areas and you know coming back to tell us what was ahead. See now, Max spent Max spent most of his time shadowing us, you right. know, helping carry camera equipment and the yeah, other I didn't stuff. Get his take on it, but uh, he seemed you know he was. I think he had a good time. Yeah, he did he have liked a good the parade time. a lot. I know. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think that Grace is the perfect age. Right. Stella, she enjoyed it, but like you said, she was afraid of some of the villains. Still. Right. Yeah, Grace just had a blast. And Stella did too, but she was exhausted by the time we got in the car. Oh yeah, glittering. I think my mom everything. was enjoying it more than some of the kids. <laughs> oh, your yeah, mom was she, too funny. <laughs> she loves it. Definitely, but all right. Well, great. Well, it was uh, it was a great night and uh, had a good time. And like I said before, we can highly, highly recommend this year's Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. And uh, that will do it for that segment. And before we say goodbye, we have some prizes to give away. Yes. So let me actually, let me uh, activate the Prizematron. Wow. <laughs> I get to see prize the Prizematron in action. Prizematron is now active. <laughs> got so, to go to the clinic and see the Prizematron. All in one week. <laughs> no, I, I can't handle this. It's too much <laughs> excitement in my life. The first one is from Robin Dillon. She was the lady who sent in the Disneyland Paris review. Mm-hmm. Um, number 46. Number 46. You have won a $25 gift certificate good at any Disney store or Disney theme park. Thanks for listening and congratulations. Oh, there you go, Robin. Thank you very much. For your review, $25 gift certificate. Sorry, it's not a podcast cruise, but hey, what can, I, what can you do? And then we also have Kelly, a.k.a. Rennie's mom. She's actually one of the chat winners, but she was not awarded her prize during chat. Okay. Uh, number 32. Number 32. You have won a backstage magic tour for two. You'll get a chance to go behind the scenes at the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and the Disney Hollywood Studios, as well as have lunch at the Whispering Canyon Restaurant at the Wilderness Lodge. All participants must be 16 years of age or older, and this is always subject to availability. The approximate value of this prize is $400. Thanks for listening, and congratulations. 
Well, there you go. Congratulations. That's not a half bad prize. That's cool. And um, anybody else? Is that it? That's it. That's all we're giving away this week. You sure? We can't, we can't pick somebody else like real quick? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, John's away before John gets back. Sorry. Well, that's going to do it for our show this week, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. And we will be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. You have a great week. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. (laughs) 